Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sibilant. Sibilant. You sound okay? I'm a little hollow. <laughs> it's fair. No words. I, I kind of am in life. No words. <laughs> Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go on. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, poodle? To. It's 90 Day Gate. Let's love. When you've had your soul fucked out of you five times a day. True. But you know what? It was worth it. It was. Mm -hmm. No, I'll bump you up just a little bit. Thank you. I'm a little, yeah. There you are. That's a little. Oh, that's a that's a there nice. There you are. I feel like you. I feel like you give me the worst equalizer just because you want me to feel bad about my sound of my voice. You might <laughs> want to process that. <laughs> I just turn on the sound. <laughs> okay, y'all. Y'all, this is ninety day gaze. This is ninety day gaze, and it's. 4.40 you know, in the a.m. on Sunday or Monday. I don't even know. It feels like it's that time. We've been working. Uh, uh, we feel like we were starting. We started at like 2, 8, 2 p.m. We, um, well, we did make a break to go to BevMo and get alcohol. <laughs> so let's be so honest, y'all. Both of us are slurring, y'all. There's a reason. Here, let me move that. You're going to hold your drink. It's fine. Hold your drink. Let me move it more this way for you. Okay, that's probably gonna, better. Yeah. That's probably better. It'll be nice when you get a couch table behind your couch. I looked at it today. Good. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, my uh, uh, kitchen thing came. Oh, it did? Yeah. It's in the front? No one gives a shit. Y'all, I've been organizing <laughs> Poodle's apartment. This you know what? Is- no, I don't want you to act like you're some kind of fucking decorator. You've suggested things. I am not a decorator. I have helped... You know, more of an or I'm good at organization. I'm not good at decorating. I fully admit and that. And some ideas I accept of yours and some I discard. 
That's okay. It's your place. I like want you. Like a dirty condom. It's well, y'all. He doesn't <laughs> use condoms, so that's a lie. <laughs> Sometimes I do. But no, seriously, if somebody gives me like an end table, and they want me to arrange frames or knickknacks on it, it oh, gives me anxiety. God. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, no one gives a shit. Let's just get into come, the episode. Come at me if you're good at that, or if you get if you're not, let us know. We're in a fucking pandemic. Can no I one wants to you, fucking talk about knickknacks. I'll send you pictures of my house and you can decorate it. I'm kidding. I won't do that because I don't want you to wear yeah. my. I don't want you to wear my skin, as Jackie Weisman says. <laughs> They'll wear your skin. Uh oh. Uh oh. He's coughing already, y'all. First of all, we've had about three drinks apiece. So I don't know what's going to happen. Poodle, oh, Jesus, that's a strong one. And Poodle keeps saying Holy he's going to refresh hell. his drink. And refresh means go, 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 go. Whew. All right. I'm Can good. Come from here. I'm good. This is Before the 90 Days, episode four. Or and it's season called, four, episode uh, 11. Providers. Uh, ch- ch- I you. Ch- ch- they see your every move. They see your uh. <laughs> Y'all, you know, Y'all, supposedly Oates had sex with like thousands of women. Really, from Hall and Oates, the yeah, dark-haired one. Yeah, right? the perm. I, I bet he could get it. Uh, yeah, 80s. but but Daryl Hall, Daryl Hall is the hot one. Yeah, but they're but not. Daryl Hall's not saying I had this many pussies. Are they go- still together as a band? I think they are. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, here's the deal. I, you ask me questions like you think I'm... <laughs> now, you didn't have Disney Channel as a kid, but I did. No, I didn't. Because I demanded it from my parents, and my mother was wonder how that was like, like I demand Disney <laughs> Channel. But they used to do, I'm going to go on strike. <laughs> they used to do this thing called DTV, and instead of MTV, it was like Disney TV. Yeah. And they have a cartoon of Goofy being a, when he, a cartoon when he was a private investigator, but they cut it to a music video of this song. And until I was in middle school, I thought Goofy sang the song Private Eyes. <laughs> I didn't Private Eyes Gorge are watching you. <laughs> watching your every move. Y'all know how we feel about Goofy. Gorge. He's got a big old cock. Big old cock. Gorge. Even though he's dumb as a fucking post. I didn't mean to stick that in balls deep and you run across the other side of the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, y'all, it's rare we that, just ruined that you come across a guy with a huge dick who is also intelligent. If you have one of those, you hold on to him like grim death. <laughs> I have some hookups. This is going to be an episode, y'all. <laughs> this is going to be an I episode. I just got real and like, I just got real and like with all my feelings about it. Because like, <laughs> I've had to think, of, I was like, do I date this person? Or do I? Am I really in love with their dick? Uh, what's that song from Dick-matized. Cole Porter, uh, the the physician? Or oh, do you love me? Or do you merely love your work? No one knows this song. I need to move. Wow, on. Wow, that was really. I need to move on. That Once was. I had such a fabulous physician. That is so out there. It's a really homoerotic game song about being a, a physician of Eartha Kitt singing. Yes, that? I've heard it. It's yep. a good recording. It's like, he says, "'Twas just enormous, my appendix metaformis. Yes. And he never said he loved me. Was Cole very... Porter gay? Oh! Uh, <laughs> no, speaking of Cole Porter, you may want to try Hollywood on Netflix. 
Oh, like, God. here's the thing. I'm not sold by any means. It's not a great show by great in, in quotation marks. But if you're a gay person, <laughs> you will find it quite titillating. Or if you're not a gay person, but you're in the sissy squad. Yeah, you're, it's the you're, close, if, if same thing. If, you, if you've ever said, as a woman, I think I'd be a great drag queen, you're going to love it. <laughs> Y'all, we were just talking. We watched, there was an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, it was such a good episode. It was a great episode where they had women who were yeah. super friends come on and be drag queens. Super and fans, not super, super friends. Fans. Super. And I texted Poodle and I said, I think these are our sissies. They are. And he said, they are, and I love them. They were, well, these these women seemed like a little a little more wounded than our normal sissy squad. Well, they're they, a little more well casting. They did that. Yeah, I agree. Our sissies have it shit together. Kind of like the women in this episode. Taking it back. They're taking it to the streets. Taking it to the streets. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm ad libbing. Um, little tipsy. Yeah, no shit. Uh, this is my third beer. I stole one when you weren't looking. I know you. I know. I said that. <laughs> Y'all, we're both a little we're drunk. We're both a little drunk. <laughs> no lie. I'm going to be totally honest. I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth, and I'm a little worried. If you had some I hash don't, or I don't doobie, think, I'd do it. I don't it. think this episode's going to be edited either, because this true. motherfucker's already drinking. We should just take a bunch of feels. Uh, <laughs> no. We'll both go to sleep. That's true. Y'all, come at me if you love some feels. <laughs> feels. Feels. Feeling good with feels. All um, right. Anyway, we should get to the episode. So we start off with uh, Usman, uh, uh, Lisa, and garbage, garbage can Lisa and Usman. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we know this, but she's American. Really? And uh, she, we, she's never said that. We will. She will. She will not be treated like a normal Islamic wife. No, because they wear condoms, <laughs> but I Fair. don't. I need the raw dog. That and he shit. wants he she he wants to be the alpha, but she's like, no, I'm not going to be the obedient wife for you. Yeah. Y'all, the trick the tricolor hair is still going on. I'm not laying on my back for him to fuck me because I have sciatica. <laughs> I got it from my bowling league. It's been there for 10 years. It's not going away. So I need to raw dog ride him like the Lone Ranger does that horse. Hi-yo, Silver. Away. Away. I feel like I feel like part of me thinks that Lisa was like uh, a male person. Like she delivered and like she <laughs> from delivering mail, she got oh. sciatica. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She was a mail carrier, y'all. Yes, I thought. Yeah. And she's on disability. That, that that's I think what 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 happened to Lisa. Who knows what happened to Lisa? Besides sciatica. Although all the mail carriers I know are really nice, I don't know if she would be nice. Well, she's still a home health aide. Home she health does. aide. That's hard to say. Home, home health aide. Especially after you had your your fourth vodka <laughs> tonic home or third vodka tonic. Home health So okay. So she does say that she's willing to blend somewhat to his culture, but, but she's not going to be 60, an obedient. 40. No, she's saying 50-50. But he's like, no, 60-40. Now, That's I what will, he wants. I will say this for Lisa. When they re- did the testimonials together, she looked really good in that soft pink. 
And she her did. hair was done better and her makeup was done better. She looked pretty. Someone did do a picture of the lion from The Wizard of Oz next to her in that confessional hair, and it looks pretty similar. It's pretty similar. Uh-huh. Um, I was the king of the forest. <laughs> the prince. So, Not God, this is going to be a long Y'all better strap in. <laughs> grab your fucking white claw because this is going to be an episode, bitches. And hold, hold on, on to your sofa. You know what? What is the deal with white claw? People are loving it. Have you it's had just, one? No. I just think it's shit for basic women. Y'all tweet them and let them know they should be a sponsor for 90 you know Day Gay. If they were a sponsor, I'm a big fan. We should drink because we, we, y'all, we, I'm a fucking uh, slut for a sponsor. We sadly and shockingly lost our sponsorship with Bareback Wines <laughs> because we kept calling them Bareback instead of Barefoot. Same thing. Uh-huh. Anyway, so let them know. Yeah. Tweet them at Instagram. And by them. loss, we mean they never contacted us. They never called. They were never a sponsor. Um, but I thought she looked pretty good in print, pink. And yeah, I want to just say when when she does say uh, she's. Later on, she's just eating a whole plate of fries. Okay, she's just sitting, <laughs> eating in the corner, and this is the first time where I saw ourselves in yeah, Lisa. Yeah, I, I went, I went, and she was like sitting there, like eating a double order of fries, and I went, makes perfect sense. That would be me. But gravy cheese fries. Y'all, I've been there. When you're in another Ooh, country, gravy cheese fries. All you want is food that's familiar, mm-hmm. and like when I was in China, I probably ate McDonald's once a week. I'm lying. It may have been twice. It was three times a week. And McDonald's outside the country tastes amazing. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the familiarity familiarity of it. Poodle's getting slotted. Oh my God. (laughs) Familiarity. Familiarity. Anyway, um, anyway, Anyway, I, I I understood her. And then she was like, let's go. This city did not impress me whatsoever. No, this city did not impress me much. Which I'm like, that's fucking rude, dude. It's his hometown. Yep. I know you didn't have the best time here. Yep. But and, you don't need to like. And they're not going to have a traditional. No, she was she was terrible. They're yeah. not going to have a traditional house wedding. They're going to go to the courthouse. Um, and she's like, you know, you didn't sing to me. So I think it's now time, it's time. for it's time. an episode of Ninety Days, Days Theater. Theater. Uh, don't come at me. I'm just gonna be re- most representative. Poodle's gonna be playing the role of Usman, y'all. This is not a racial appropriation. This is literally just what he heard. I'm gonna say so, verbatim what he did, and I will be playing the role of Lisa. Interior scene of um a car, not, somewhat nice Mercedes, a Toyota Corolla, Mercedes yeah. actually. Oh, okay, and see, baby, Ooh. love you. Okay. Uh, you haven't sang to me today. Oh, really? No. I love Masala Lucy. I love Lisa. I love my Lisa. Baby girl, you stay on my mind. You're my fantasy. I'll be there for you, baby Leo Lisa. Mama sa, mama say, mama sa, mama ba he, so mama ba ta pa. And that's exactly what he said. <laughs> Breathe and then keep going.
That was her vagina, that last part. It was awful. It was awful. Like, that's exactly what he did. It was just, <laughs> it just sounded like nonsense. His song does sound a little bit like that Beyonce song. <laughs> it I does. Realize that's that. why I had told baby girl, I say, oh my mind. It does sound like that. Go, we got a raw dog. Um, <laughs> anyway, so you guys. Uh, so they're going to go to the marriage registry in Abuja. In Abuja. 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 Abuja with a Abuja. Hard, hard J. Abuja. There you go. All right. They're going to Abuja. Not bougie. They're going to Abuja. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Help me. And so they meet with this man who kind of looks like Candyman. Kind of does. He kind of does. Yeah. Um, they're meeting with him for the wedding. He's Sweets not having this for shit. for the sweet. He's having, he's seen this shit all day, every day. I bet that Candyman movie scared the fuck out of you. Never watched it. Oh, really? Trailer You've scared me. You've just seen him enough? Trailer scared me. Yeah, I could see that. Um, anyway, uh, Candyman says he needs the divorce certificate that Lisa had. And she's like, I don't have that. And she was like, And then she's like, You 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 didn't you tell were me to I get that. It. Yeah. And then she just puts her head in her head. She's hands, a blamer, y'all. And we get a <laughs> it goes, no more pussy sounds. You know, y'all, her pussy always talks when she does, too. Um, Mega doll, sweet pussy. <laughs> remember Sweet Pickles? We got to keep going the, to this the, episode because no, you're drunk. Remember that thing that like you would, you would have to order and it was like, Sweet Pickles. And it was like this weird, like... What? I don't know. like It was like Highlights Magazine. Like you'd think they get this thing called Sweet Pickles. Maybe I'm wrong. I think you're right. Yeah, it was like sweet pickles. It was like this weird thing you could order for your kids. It was like, ba ba bomb, sweet pickles. Yes, yeah. there was that in yeah. Highlights Magazine. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck, dude? What are you on? Why are you giving your kids more shit to learn? <laughs> you know, now right now in, in, uh, in quarantine, y'all, you need to be getting more worksheets for your kids. There's no way you need to be teaching them. They need to be... Working on their own. I think you should just let them play video games. Well, that too. Y'all, if, if I had children right now, they would be learning like four languages. But I wouldn't be teaching them. They would be learning it on their own. That is poodle speaking as a <laughs> white gay man who doesn't have any children and has no idea no, what it's like to raise a no, fucking child. That is very true. I'm just saying... If it was me, I'd have so many for fucking worksheets that they would not be asking me and asking me to play. Oh, so you would be educating them. Listen, would... listen to my fucking privilege. I got privilege for fucking days. Yeah, you're going to yeah. say that when they keep looking at you. Yeah. God That's... bless the parent teachers out there. I, bl- I, I, I really have a problem with the country and the educational system saying it's okay with people just having to teach. I just don't get it. Well, that the parents have to teach? Yeah. I think it's unfair. I think it's unfair too. Yeah. I so because I'm I'm a teacher and I understand that there are a lot of people who just aren't, and it's not fair. It's not fair. Yeah. I think there should just be like yeah. That's why I was saying if it was me, I would give all my kids worksheets and say you better finish it, otherwise you don't get your fucking Jello pudding. Well, 
like, I would get everything through not a system a, of rewards. You're glad when you're not a parent. And also, Jello pudding was discontinued in 1993. <laughs> and I know that because the sissy let us know. Because we no, talked about Jello our... pudding pops. Oh, Jello pudding pops. God, I would do anything oh, for a, a pudding, pudding pop pudding right pop. now. Jello pudding. Can't do that. We can't do Bill Cosby anymore, y'all. Because he's a rapist. He is. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. if Is anybody aware of that? I think he's a rapist. Are. Okay, I think they are. Just checking. So, basically. I don't have anything else on those two. I, well, I just want to say this. I can't believe I'm going to say this. But I kind of saw Lisa's point in all this. Uh, yeah, I agree. She told him like a million times, she said, to go to the marriage registry. And, Usman, this isn't even about. Y'all, he said like three times in this episode. If this does not happen, I will not get to go to America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And marry Lisa. It is so blatantly obvious. He is very transparent about why he needs to go. He's so transparent. And I'm thinking. She's not. If you really want to go to the fucking United States, dude, make sure you have your fucking boxes checked. Agreed. I can't help you. Um, That's all I have about. uh, One more thing. Lisa says at the end, I feel like I'm in a nightmare. Same, Lisa. <laughs> Same. I've been in a nightmare since season episode one I, yeah, of of this I've show. Poodle hasn't enjoyed this season as much as me, but I've, I've enjoyed hated it. it. And this episode, fu- everyone's a fucking like trash. Band. I. But what I like about this season that in this episode particularly, man, it came around for me is that the trash is getting taken out. And let's talk about Rosemary and Ed. <laughs> oh, okay, you guys, this is this is the best this story has ever been. This episode, this is y'all. So, um, because Ed is finally getting uh three squares of a shit meal fed to him. Yep, and I'm very excited. Four is fucking fed. Um, so you guys, he's. Because he doesn't like swimming in the ocean, he's swimming in the pool. Because you know, there are that there's that type of person. Y'all know last <laughs> week from my talk about sharks. So I love swimming swimming in the ocean. Oh, they can get just get you anywhere. I but a lot of people will only swim in the pool. I love being in the ocean, and sometimes you step on weird things, but it's okay. Come at me if you've stepped on a really weird thing in the ocean. <laughs> I get nervous, but you grew up by the ocean. I'm from a landlocked state. So when you're out, you know what? I've been with you at the beach. You have not gotten in the water. I will get in the water, but, but not. But only like one foot deep. <laughs> well, it takes me a lot to get. Yeah, you're I'm, very nervous. If I'm out there with other people, but I do get, which and I feel like I'm a Pisces. I should love the water, but it makes me very, the ocean makes me very I nervous. I swim out to the, uh, one time when I was down, we were down near in Fripp Island. I got swept out with the jellyfish. Oh my god! But it was so much fun. Like I was like way out in the current, and like someone had to come get me in a boat. I thought it was so amazing. I was. I'm always kind of a daredevil like that, though. It is so <laughs> good that Poodle only did cocaine like once, because if he was addicted to that shit, well, I would be all, a druggie. First he would off. be. He'd be dead, y'all. It's true. Um, okay, so he doesn't want to so, swim in the pool, so they go swim in the pool, and then he says, oh yeah, this is great, we're having a wonderful time. Rose, and then there's a huge but. Rose is like, <laughs> I love the view, and he's like, me too. Oh, hey, so gross. You're I my best view. I yes, you're my best view. Ugh. Ugh um, I, and then he says, I need to talk to you, and she goes, huh? <laughs> huh? Because every time he says, so we need to talk about something, it's a huge, it's a huge, huge disaster. Huge deal. 
Yeah. He, and he tells her that he doesn't want to have kids. And he, in his, the same way he described a the teddy. Huh? Um, what? Or, or, a, or a toothbrush. She's like, it's called a vasectomy. And, uh, let and me he explain like, it to you. Drew it like Vicky Lawrence, win, lose, or draw. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good reference. I love Vicky Wait, Lawrence, here, here, lose, win, lose, ahead, or draw. Go ahead and draw it, and I'll okay. tell you where you're going. Okay. Um, uh, it is two, two lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, penis. Penis. Um, dick, I'm not drawing now. I'm just pointing on the pad, dick, like some people do. Like you're gonna get it if you just dick, put dots. You're going to. You're gonna I'm circling. You're, you're jerking not, a dick. I'm not drawing anymore. I'm just you're circling the same dick. fucking thing I drew because people you're don't draw more. No, um, I'm just pointing at it now because I forgot this is a fucking drawing challenge. Times up. No, someone the producer whispered in my ear, so Fine. that's how I knew it. That's how I knew. God. Anyway, he goes snip. Um, and she kind of understood. And I wrote, I'm all in favor of Ed never having any more children. Oh, <laughs> I'm that is a great idea. I know. And he says to her, I'm not rich and I only lo- have enough love and money for you. And wasn't Prince, that not awful? another kid? Wasn't that 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 may have been the most devastating thing that's been said this season. I only have enough love and money for you and Prince. Because he just said. Wow. My love is conditional. Yeah. That's exactly. what he said. Exactly. And then after he told her that, without a second of giving her to take it in, he said what always Ed always does after big news. Do you love me? Do you still love me? Do you love me? Y'all he's gross. I'm so glad to hear you say that because he's probably Well, I already fell off of yeah, him, but He's probably the worst person in Before the Night Days history. Ed, you can take your stickers and shove them up your ass. Um, mostly because how he started out as kind of genuine, and now he is totally not. He did start out kind of genuine, and I think... <laughs> and that's the worst. He's a fucking it's, liar. It's honestly... I feel like he was more genuine in San Diego, and then when I feel like he's gotten around Rose, he's just pretending to be somebody he's not. I don't care. Um, he's acting for the cameras, uh, but <clears throat> anyway, he's 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 a fucking piece of trash. And Rose and Rose is just she's like, but I wanted to have a kid, right? And Rose just like left. Well, she said, "Let me take this in." Yeah. So they go to bed that night. Yeah. And he wakes up the next morning. And he Rose wakes up. Is, wakes up. That's what he, I said. You said he wake up. You know what? He I'm, wake up. I'm prepping for Yolanda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar with wake up. <laughs> I'm not familiar with U.S. dollars. U.S. dollars. Oh, so, God. He wakes up and she's ghosted him. She, he doesn't know where he is. No answering, no yep, text. Not and, answering. And of course, Ed takes it on. Instead of, well, she needs time to process. Instead, he takes it on. I'm so worried about her. This is terrible yeah. for me. And he's like confused. He's like, I'm just so confused. Oh, I love this show, y'all. Uh, I do. I do oh, like God. this episode. You know what I will say about this show? This show makes me realize all that's bad and wonderful about the human race. Because there's wonderful things I about agree. it. I agree. Wonderful, wonderful things about it. Yeah. And it also makes me see how we emotionally respond to things. You know, and yes. the best part of emotional response and the worst part of emotional response. Yeah. And I think I'll also enjoy it after having to watch The Bachelor listen to your heart. <laughs> Yo, that was our bike here is this past week. Wow. Wow. 
Like, honestly, that was something I kept watching. And I, you know how you're watching, you're, you're like looking at someone and you're trying to figure out how old is that person? Are they, are they like, did they have an illness? And you're trying to figure out what happened to them. That's me watching Bachelor listen to your heart. It is. Like, I still don't know what that show is. It is. Is it a singing competition? It is a love competition. As I said on the, the, uh, on Instagram, is it something where we see Julia and she's going to breathe fire and destroy someone? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, y'all, if y'all want to listen to that, you can jump I on. I just cut my hand with my pad. <laughs> with paper pad. <laughs> wow, we're a mess. If you want to uh, jump onto that, you can listen on our Gatreon, which, by the way, Poodle and I had a conversation and we've been listening to y'all, so we are extending until the June 1st. Until June 1st. Is we are the... extending our Gatreon, so everyone and... at the $5 level will get everything for this month. And this is, um, we promise, we know we keep extending it, but unless... The world completely goes into fire. It will, for sure, on June 1st, go back. I hope that doesn't happen, because I really oh. need to have sex by June 1st. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we we just see that, like, 30-minute unemployment, and a lot of people are going 30 through million. it. 30 million. Not what, 30 minutes. We're drunk. <laughs> and so I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, let me smell that drink. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's so strong. So, y'all, for the whole month at the $5 tier, you get the watch-alongs, which I have to say, we recorded two watch-alongs today. These two watch-alongs we the were amazing. We've ever had on the watch-alongs. Yeah. So, we're, we, we did the watch-along for but the- But that's our opinion. It's so. true. But, but we did the tell-all of Before oh, the 90 Day Season the 2. The tell-all is uh, like riveting. And then we did the toe, the other way season. The other way. Corey and Evelyn, yes. submit Jenny, check them out. Anyway, uh, and a lot Paul of and Karini, and we're just like just like biding our time biding to that time. goddamn garbage. But anyway, um, back to anyway. Let's get to the good shit. Uh, so, so Rose shows up, and she says, "I'm not feeling good." Um, and then and, she basically says, "Why did you not tell me this and, before you came which here?" I wrote down, "Good fucking question." And he's like, "I thought it would like make you leave me." I thought it'd make you leave me, and he's like, "Because I'm 54 and I don't want more kids." And then she said, "But why you tell me now?" And then she laid it. Oh, out. oh this was amazing. And you know what? I oh, will, I fucking loved I every moment let, of this. I will let you recount this because I know it actually will make you grow larger. I just turned my page, but thank you. She basically says, I think you don't love me. Well, she said that after she yeah. said, you talk to me and you talk about you talk how embarrassing to, my breath is. Yeah, you talk to me about my breath. You talk to me about uh, my sister. My sister. You talk to me and she lays it out, she y'all. She lays everything that he demeaned her yeah. publicly or in front of people on the show. And then she and says, like, and then you never had the courage to tell me you didn't want children. Kids. She's like, I'm done. You're not in love with me. Right. And you know what? She posted on her Instagram today. I basically I'm paraphrasing, but it said something like, "I had to get, I had to get rid of you to love me." Oh, y'all! Her name is like Rosemary Vega. She's all over. She's our fucking queen. Yeah, she fucking queen. She's it for me. This is between her and then Darcy last week, and then then we talk about, and then I feel like next week Avery's gonna. The women are taking it. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Uh, Speaking of women, should we get into 
Erica and Stephanie? We should, but that's going to be a teaser, y'all, because we're going to take a quick commercial break. <laughs> As I just took vodka in my mouth. And we'll be right back. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and 
the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. And we're back. Wow. I actually tried to take a break because someone says they never get a break. Instead of just ramrodding and starting again. I just want to plow through. I wanted to get another beer, and he said I couldn't get one. I kind of want to, like, treat this like it's one of those fuck machines, like one of those, like, dicks on, I think. (sighs) You get back on. (laughs) Let it be known the next time you bitch and moan about not having a break, I won't have it. My legs are getting so muscular. Y'all, he has a huge <laughs> scar on his leg. You know why? <laughs> this is the gayest reason ever. Because Poodle... Don't, you Poodle, tell all my secrets. Poodle dropped his journal dropped and journal. it cut his leg. <laughs> and it was... Ba- the, oh, the, cor- mommy, the, corner, the corner of that journal thoughts. was so smart, It so sharp, it cut my leg... 
two like and it bled for like an hour, y'all. My Jada was vicious. I knew I shouldn't got the pink <laughs> one with the proper edges. Y'all, it's a real problem to live in Los Angeles and deal with journals. <laughs> Because you're going to write your feelings all the time. You do have to write your feelings <laughs> all the time. If that's one thing we do almost too much, we know a lot about what we feel. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but some other people like Ash should take a that's note. That's true. Let's jump into Erica, Erica and, and Stephanie. Stephanie. Um, y'all, uh, Stephanie's been there for a month in Australia. And they're going to now. They're going to really that long. Yeah. Wow. Well, I felt every like day go by for their story. Um. So they're going to Erica's family's house tonight, mm-hmm. and she's going to come out to her parents supposedly. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, yes. Ooh. And and Stephanie says it means a lot that she's been willing to come out. And Erica says, "Let's just go eat some Chinese food and tell my parents we're gay." Love Which- it. <laughs> Love it. Been there. I kind of love Erica. Oh, and I, I like always Erica have. Lot. Yeah. I've never been I don't feel like we've ever been annoyed with her. Ooh. No, never mind. I thought I just I just smelled Taco Bell, but it's I want a double decker Doritos taco. Uh I was planning when you left to go get some uh Taco Bell. <laughs> that was an honest confession. Boy. Boy. And then she'll just shame in it with sour cream on her chin and fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> and I'll wake up and I'm like, why is my couch dirty? <laughs> oh, yeah. And why does my soul feel dirty? Anyway, so Erica. Uh, so, yes. Where I love are we? That. Where are we? <laughs> um, so uh, we're going to. Uh, I, I was I was kind of like uh, taken aback by this because this is a very, very important moment for Erica. It is. And you guys, we can't stress this enough that when you coming out to your family is kind of like in a way it's like saying goodbye to the relationship you had with your parents. Like it's going to die. In a way like this whole relationship that we've had with the world during coronavirus time mm-hmm. that has to die. Mm-hmm. Another one has to start. You, yeah. you can't go back to the world. Now that like you, states are opening yeah. up, it's, it's not like you can just go to the mall and do everything right. you did before. And it's everything gonna be is going to be specific, specifically different. But in a way, the relationship you have with your parents when you come out to them dies and a new one starts. Yes. And you're afraid. You're afraid to let that go. And so it's definitely it makes a grieving sense. process. Yeah. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I think. <laughs> Obviously, we're going to talk about this, but it went very, very well. And I think a lot of people watching this would be, you see, <clears throat> I, I knew this was going to go fine as soon as we saw Erica's parents and kind of how they were. And you could yeah, tell how close you, they you were. You could tell, yeah. <clears throat> However, I want to say we're on the outside looking in. So if you're watching this and thinking, how was Erica so upset by this? When you're on... Um, when you're on the other side of it, it's different. I ne- I'll never right. forget when I was, I used to volunteer for the Trevor Project, which is a suicide helpline for queer youth, uh, which was Vanessa Williams' charity on Drag yes. Race. Y'all, can we take a moment? Oh, Vanessa Williams. Vanessa Williams was on Drag Race, and she took off her extensions in the middle of fucking also, Drag Race. that bitch took every note she was offered. Every like she note. Was, like she was... And a first-year actress at Juilliard. Vanessa Williams, if you're listening to this, come on our show. Vanessa Williams, 
I would love to interview you. You don't know who I am. <laughs> you don't know who this bitch is. You're not listening at all. Yeah. But I learned how to play Save the Best for Last on the piano. Because <laughs> my girlfriend loved it. Ah, of course your girlfriend loved it. <laughs> Sometimes the snow comes, comes round in June. Sometimes the moon goes round the moon. I see the passion in your eyes. Sometimes it's all a big surprise. No more. It's just too much. Anyway, y'all, if you're not watching Celebrity Drag Race, which comes on after Drag Race, you're missing the fuck out. Because the first episode was good, too. But anyway, what I was going to say, I'll never forget when I was, you know, coming from L.A., moving to a big city, you think... Everyone's fine with it here. Right. People that are gay or queer have such an easier time of coming out. And no. In a lot of ways, they do. However, I will never forget taking a call of this kid. And he was talking to me. I talked to him for like a fucking hour. But like 40 minutes into the call, he basically says, uh, he's talking to me. And he's talking so much about how he just feels so alone. No one understands him. He knows he's gay. He and he's can't L.A. Come- no, he hasn't told me yet. Okay. He said, I can't come out to anybody. There's nowhere for me to turn to. I have no one to talk to, nowhere to go. Yeah. And so I'm thinking he's in Timbuktu. And then I just happened to ask, I said, by the way, after 40 minutes of this call, I said, where do you live? And he said, Chicago. Oh. And that was a lesson for me. He was also black, so that's a whole other experience. That's a whole different experience. But it still, yeah. it made me realize everyone feels alone when they feel alone, no matter where they are. Right. And I think so... It looks like Erica should have seen. It's like situation to situation to situation. So when you are, we have had several people ask us, like, what do I say when somebody comes out? Because sometimes saying like, I always knew. That's not helpful. But it's also not, somebody said, oh my God, I said that and I feel so horrible. It's not bad as long as you're coming out with love. with love, but you don't want to say, yeah, I knew. Yeah, but I feel like, honestly. um, You think that's nice, but. I think her parents response was pretty perfect oh yeah and, and the dad was funny about it and the mom was it. like crying and yeah it was pretty great so anyway that we just want to say that like it's different for each person yeah that's that's all we were trying to say it's yeah it's everyone's journey and it's everyone's process and it's not going to be like you just saw if you're thinking about coming out to your parents it's not going to be like you just saw on 90 day for you and some it's, people need to do it alone yeah you know i kind of retry- <clears throat> i said before i was like i don't know if you should do it with your girlfriend you should probably do it by and i disagree with that now i actually think that was good for her if you need support and need a girlfriend a boyfriend there so be it do what you need to do yeah and basically the parents are like as long as you're happy and the dad's like it's just information it's true and honestly you guys uh and you know we have some who you will always have people who their you know parents are going to say we don't accept that but the the most the majority of people who if you feel like your parents love you you know they're probably going to be okay but they're they're probably going to be okay but there still is for me it was probably a no there's a fear it was about a five percent chance that my parents would disown me i'm saying I'm saying it's not even that. It's actually just the idea that the relationship you have with your parents is going to end. Yes. It has nothing really to do with what you think they will do. Yeah. Part of it to me is the fact that you will see that end. Well, it's it's all grief. Even when you come out, you have to realize 
at first I remember when you come out, you think, well, I'm not going to get married. I'm not going to have kids. Yeah. I'm not going to do the life all I'm supposed that, to do. All of that dies. You got to grieve that. Yeah. And then you also got to be aware of that. You might have come out a year or two before, but your parents might <laughs> grieve that. Maybe. We're also talking, though, that times are way different. A lot of parents are <laughs> yeah. way cooler than... Well, like I deal okay. with, I when I work in schools, we're fucking forty. When I work in schools, I see kids who are like gender queer, and their parents are celebrating it. So yeah. again, but I live in Los Angeles, so yeah. I don't know. We don't know, you know, y'all. Is it me? It or is. is Erica's dad kind of hot. No, it's you. It's that accent. It's that uh, accent. I mean, it just gets me. It's you. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to fuck him. Well, I, I don't know. I just. <clears throat> There was one thing I was bothered by this episode. Okay. Really bothered by. So Your tongue has become thick. Like my dick. <laughs> and so never, stop trying never. to hit on me. I'm not going to rim your... Um, it's gross. You need to back off. It's never going to happen. You were in love with me. Yeah. And never. Never. So anyway, she's drinking wine and you see her raise her wine glass. And the tag is on the bottom of the wine glass. <laughs> I did not see that. Y'all, when you get fucking wine glasses, you soak them in soapy water and you take do, the and tags You do, and you take the off. tag off of them. Yep. Everyone knows that, Who don't had, they? And it's not like it was a colored wine glass. No. Like the bottom of it was opaque. So but you no, everybody see knows it. that. Like that's it what was you a do. Clear glass because, glass. because you can't get the you can't get the tags off without soaking them. Get your fucking glasses from Pier 1 on fucking sale and soak Do them. Do we have Pier 1 anymore? It might close after this. I don't know. God bless. My, um, my sister-in-law that's, loves that's it. That's all ha- I have about those God two. bless the nurses like my sister-in-law will um, pray for y'all every day. We, uh, we've, we, we kind of don't have a good sense of how things are going to turn out there. Because supposedly Stephanie's trying to try to come out to her mom. Stephanie was good this episode because she, <laughs> she felt was. like she needed to support her girlfriend. But also, too... Stephanie's going to make about her. Well, you have this good experience, yeah, and I will. need to do this now. And also, we can see that y'all remember the difference. There's no of how, way they're together after what, this. What it correlates with, think about how, on a scale of one to 10, how comfortable <coughs> and like friendly and for, pun intended familiar did Erica seem? Familial. Sing? Familial. That's what I said. A little drunk, y'all. How, <laughs> um, did Erica seem like to her parents on a one to 10? Uh, like a seven or an eight. So going back to, uh, what's her name? Stephanie's uh, judgmental What about with her parents? What would you think? Like a four or five. Exactly. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be the same, so don't treat it as the same. Um, I'm ready to move on to... Okay, y'all, her kids finally get real the with her. The kids are all right. They're, and I mean the right. The kids right, are wrong. all right. They are right, bitches. No, they are actually right, right. not wrong. Yeah. Um, they so are right. Kara, so not Kara, I want to say, and du- and DeMonte, um, they're showing her a reverse... A re- uh, sorry, um, I can't... <laughs> A reverse image You're drunk, search. Bitch. A reverse image search. That's hard to say. A reverse image search. A reverse search. image search. And she goes, "Easy for me. I'm not familiar. <laughs> I am not I'm familiar. familiar with reverse image search." And then they bring it up, and she's like, "And it's like basically muscular stock photo." <laughs> Literally, y'all. These are just like on Getty fucking images. 
It's just a bunch of royalty-free pictures. It is Getty fucking images. <laughs> it's just like everywhere, and they're this a bu- catfish did not even go to any. They trouble. did not even try. Yeah, like I bet if she pulled up the pictures, there's probably a watermark that says <laughs> Getty images over the pictures. There's a watermark that says the Williams, the Williams <laughs> with the D. I think he Williams. I think he Williams, <laughs> and so. Uh, so there's a bunch of stock photos that are And then everywhere. she demands another she was like, reverse image search. Well, mm, that, mm, that's unsettling. Can we and try it, another picture? And so it also shows up like muscular guy image. So he's just using someone else's and she's photo? Like, who have I been talking to the whole time? And she says. And the kids go, mm. I don't know. Is it is it possible that this is a coincidence? Then yes, she's like, "Am I being catfish?" No, Kara actually says it is a catfish. Yeah, the person is not a try. You think you are? You know, her kids were actually great. They were yeah. like, "Look, mom, you have lost this weight. You are beautiful. Yes. You're a strong woman. You're confident. Like, you can do this. Like, just turn the chapter." I don't know. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. She literally says, <laughs> thanks, guys. But I definitely want to talk to the Williams. Oh. <laughs> and this is the thing that I thought was sad. You know, with David, he's just fucking stupid. He's, but with Yolanda, yeah. she said, on one hand, I have these pictures. But on the other hand, I've had all these conversations. So she has all yeah. this emotional attachment. And that's to. fair because, but these people, people who are catfishes, that's what they excel in. They do. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're just master, not, yeah. master manipulators. She um, said, I don't know how to cope if that's what it is. Yep. Yeah. And y'all were going through these quickly because they covered every motherfucker on this episode. Um, they did. They did because we don't even cover Jeffrey. Oh yeah, we don't talk and about his even, nipple tattoos and him being naked. That's he true. Was naked this episode, and y'all, we skipped right past. We it. still skipped it. That's how committed we are. Although I will say, I did watch one thing where his where Varia's mother was like, "This very tale is a farce," <laughs> and I thoroughly enjoyed oh, really? it. Really, I saw something on Instagram where he jumped in a pool <laughs> naked, and I still was not attracted to him. I'd hate fuck him. I don't think it would be good. No, it wouldn't be. He would be horrible. But, you know, it'd be a great story to tell. Sometimes sex is about the stories you can tell. Honestly. Okay. So, I'm going <laughs> to do a little, like a little like visu- visualization <laughs> exercise with okay. you. Okay. So, close your eyes. Take a deep breath. <sighs> now, just imagine that you're on a bed that smells like cheap Clorox hotel sheets. <laughs> Okay, and been ima- there. And imagine that Jeffrey is starting to stand over you, and he's going to kiss you, and it smells like polo noir. And then you see these glaring nipple tattoos just staring at you, and he tries to stick in his average dick in you while you are just looking at these tattoos coming at you. And like, then I give whoa. him a punch to the temples, and I take his wallet. Okay, that's how you have that, sex. You know with what? Him. Thank you for making that real for <laughs> that, me. You can't have sex with him, Thank but you, you can for take making his money. that real for me. You are welcome. You just <laughs> told me exactly what I needed to do. Yeah, 
Because I knew it, when I was in the moment, I would not do that. Because no, you, you see the fucking nipple tattoos. The nipple at, tattoos will get me. Take, but take his wallet. <sighs> Y'all, you can do a lot with a wallet. <laughs> <laughs> you can sell a driver's license. Mm-hmm. You can ex- you can max out their credit cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My cousin Olga taught me that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Olga. I don't know where she is. We haven't heard from her in a long time. You know what? She's time. held up. Y'all, she's held up in this coronavirus shit. She might, yeah. We might even hear from her this season. Who knows? Who knows? Probably yeah. not. So, okay. Let's let's dig into the main event of this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it was the main event last week, too. I was shocked this was. I did not expect. This storyline to be so controversial and be so explosive. I did not expect it. Y'all, we're talking about Avery and Ash. Okay. I mean, oh my God. Talk about this. I mean, uh, I, yes, Ed and Rose to some extent, but I feel like this plot line is the most 180 of anything because, yeah, whereas I liked Ed. And now I can't stand him. You did not like Avery. No. And now I am like, you now fucking I'm go. like, I'm like, you know your power. Yeah. Yeah. I it's, agree. It's crazy. Um, so you guys, back to Avery and Ash, he's walking away and uh and he's and I screamed and I wrote down, he's about to fucking lose it. You can tell he's at that edge His where he's... eyes when he was at the car. He's so close to, like, punching her in the face. It is. Yeah. It's not... And it's I don't mean making this to be me mean. uncomfortable. It's not just his eye condition, y'all. Like, no. his, he looks insane. He is ready to, like, exact violence on her. Something. It's scary. Um, so, uh, he's like, why do you want to try to strip me down? You're trying to strip me down. Uh, and he's like, you kept on like, you kept on berating me. And she's like, and he, he basically says, you know what? Sometimes you're patronizing. And she's like, and she's sitting there, y'all like, uh, uh, I can't believe this is happening to me. I can't believe I did not see who you were. He keeps saying that she, she attacked him. Yeah. She did not do that at all. Yeah, and Avery s- is not once. I just want to point out, at least in the edit that we've seen. Yeah, we'll give it to maybe we, but I. But if Avery would have yelled, they would have shown it because yep. they would fucking want that for TV. Yeah, she has not raised her voice once. Well, also, this is the real Ash, y'all. We've been wanting to see. She's been asking to see the real Ash. This is it. This is what is actually lurking behind the curtain. And I think that this he does not show to anyone. all of it. This is tip of the iceberg yeah. because, and I put it too. I put he is holding on to so Ooh, much, so awful. rage. Ugh. And I realize I look at this. This man hates women. Oh, definitely. He wants to coach women so that way he feels power over women. Dead on. And that, I agree with and you. And that ding, women ding, ding. are just pawns in his game of life. And because if he can. If he can make women accept his worldview of how a man should how be a man and how a woman be, should be, yep. then he feels like he can control um, them. He even says to her, oh, I'm sorry. You, you're making me feel like it's my fault. Everything's my fault. Um, Which, and- <clears throat> again, Avery, I don't know if you listen to our podcast. 
already sent you an Instagram message last week. Poodle <laughs> told me not to, but I did because I care about you. Because you're a little stalky. But this is, I, I'm actually glad this is happening because a lot of men do this to women. Yep. They make women feel like the crazy, irrational bitch. Textbook gaslighting, everybody. It's text textbook book gaslighting. And I just want to say, if you, and I know you might not be able to get out now, but if you are in a relationship with a man who does this, yep. this is not something you work on. This is something right. you leave your relationship Especially for. Especially if, if he keeps talking about, this is what a man does, and this is what a woman does. If he's talking about his role and what your role is yes. in such stark terms... You need to leave, y'all. Yes. Yeah, because that he he's he's expecting those terms to be given from God. Yes. Yeah, and he's not going to want to change. And if you need resources for that, you come at us, and we might not know the answers for you, but we will find someone <laughs> exactly. that will help you. Um. So, uh, he's basically saying, um, uh, he said, you know, she even says, "What do you What do you want from me?" And uh, and and then he's like, you know, I just don't feel you like you supported me. And he tries to like touch her, and like he's like, and she's like, she's no, like, no, don't, don't touch, touch me. me. She knows, she knows her self worth and power from the get go. And then he says, "You've shattered my masculinity. Yes, You've challenged is, me. This is not how you do. This is not how a man you've." A Y'all, man is just to be treated. You need to run. You need to when run. When you hear this. Especially if you're Avery, who you're from like fucking Pacific Northwest. Y'all, this is, I'm not kidding. Even if now if you're in the quarantine and you were going through this because domestic stuff. Brene Brown was just talking about this. That's a charity she's working with now. It's a domestic abuse yeah. hotline. Because, yeah, there's this been tons where, and tons of calls because you're going to spend so much time with your partners. I don't care if you're quarantining. If you're in this, this is where you call your friend or your mother and you leave in the middle of the and fucking night. you get night. in the middle of the fucking night. Take your kids and you My go. My grandmother left in the middle of the night. This is what you do. My grandmother left with her five fucking children in the middle of the night from a from abusive husband. Bless <laughs> LaRue. And she went to stay with her mother. Good for and her. And she raised five children by herself. LaRue can do it in the 1950s. You can yep. too. Well, she was a tough bitch. <laughs> she was a tough bitch. Um, you got to be a tough bitch to raise five children, one of them being my mother. Oh, boy. <laughs> boy but, and my mother was the only girl, by the way. Yeah. And so it's like he even says she is – I mean, he has – Again, this is why I talked about last week, and several of you were like, oh my God, he's such a sociopath. Sociopaths aren't able to have, just so you'll know as a clue, they are not able to have empathy. The, no. empa- the empathy they have is they usually get it from watching movies, yep. watching other people. They are mimicking. They're not actually empathizing. And even, and even if he's on a sociopathic spectrum where he's like a small-time level sociopath – the idea that he says to her, basically, you're a very hard person. You're a pit bull. And you're a pit bull, and uh, you hurt people very deeply. And it really, he says, you're heartless. Yep. You hurt people very deeply. I feel like I'm a dog. And I'm you a have dog kicked. you've kicked. And you uh, see her taking that in. And in my, we were literally like talking on the TV saying, don't believe these things. Don't yep. believe these things. Don't believe these things. And and he says, I was squashed like a fucking gant to her about, about her. 
And Avery says in the testimonial, you know, y'all, she's actually not talking in this. She's no. just kind of shocked and just like, what the fuck is yeah. happening? Like, this was, he was able to be a good enough actor to not show any of this to her. Yeah. And then he says, you don't That's hear my pain. you guys. Yes. You when don't hear that my good pain. Of an actor. Oh, yeah. Sociopaths are yeah. fantastic yeah. actors, y'all. They do everything. Because she's pretty fucking discerning. When you first get with them, they make you so happy. They do the stuff you see in the movies. <clears throat> they dance with you in the kitchen. They make you feel like you're the only person in the world. And then the rug is swept out from under you. Yep. So please see the sign. And then he said, too, like, you didn't hear my pain. You never heard it at all. Yeah, what is that? We hear Avery say, I am done mentally. We're going to get more of this next week. I can't wait to see the end of this. I can't wait to see the end of it. And I hope, I hope that it is Avery saying, I'm going back to I'm going America. D- I'm going and back. I'm going to go raise my child. I'm done. Like I'm going to go take care of my kids. I'm going to take care of my kids. What was that? That's what I said. <laughs> also, you guys... Know that this is the longest fucking before the 90 day season we've ever had. It is a long season. But, yeah. you know, we know we've talked a lot about Jesse. And it's, I don't mean a comparison of like, because they're both horrible. But it's like, Jesse, I don't really worry about him being physically abusive. Sometimes a little no. bit. But like. Ash, I worry about. I, I agree her. because like, literally. you can you can see the rage in his face. You can face. see the rage because, like, you guys. Um, I don't know if uh, I'm a pretty uh, empathic person about what someone's about to do and reading people's emotions. Every time Ash gets quiet, he wants to punch her in the fucking face. That, that's where he's and denying his tell, instinct of what he wants to do. Yeah, yeah, you can just tell he wants to enact violence on her. And anyway, uh, like, sorry to go deep, y'all, but that was deep. Uh, yeah, she needs to run. She needs to run. Yeah, Let's I hope do, that we, she we saw it last week, and we were like, "Get the fuck out of there!" Well, but now it's worse. We saw it a lot earlier. No, but we we're did. on the outside of it. Yeah. So, but never. I don't think we have never imagined this cuckoo. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Speaking of completely off the <laughs> being oblivious, let's talk about David and his toupee. Um, when David's come back, he looks like he's aged ten years. He really does. He looks he really looks old. And poor his poor f- friend Jim is picking him up. Jim's um, like, and Jim's like, it's the fourth time. Yeah, oh, uh, you learned your lesson this time. It must have been really. He's like, nope, I'm gonna get a, a PI nope. to investigator. <laughs> so here's the deal: David's talking to Jim in his house. If David is rich, and maybe he's just frugal, he is. Why does his house look like it's from 1992? Like, it looks like disgusting couches. It's bad. Disgusting chairs. There's this lamp. The nicest thing is Mothra's thing. Mothra's thing. I'm telling you, I remember Peggy Metzer, Matt Metzer's mom. (laughs) She had. She had that same. She was a librarian. She had that same lamp when I went to go to their house in 1992. Okay. Thanks, Matt Metzger. Metzer. Metzer, sorry. Yeah. Um, his father died really young. <laughs> it shocked everybody. His father was our Boy Scout troop Shut leader. Up! He was Dan Metzer. He was, he was such a I sweet man. I don't give a single fuck about your Boy Scout leader. <laughs> he was so How long nice. were you in Boy Scouts? 
a year. Yeah, exactly. No one gives a but shit. But he went to our church, so I enjoyed it. Um, y'all, Mothra is a very vocal cat. Well, she's glad he's back. I guess. I'm a, that's a vocal she's probably cat. Saying, not again. Not again. Not again. Can you finger bang me? Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Gross. You just wanted the bestiality. Hey. Who oh, knows? God. Poodle's drunk. I'm anyway, fine. Anyway, he still wants closure, so he gets the PI. Yeah, I still want closure. So a, a Ukrainian PI, which is listed Ukrainian private investigator, investigator what on he his calls. phone. Which makes me think, like, is this real? This is a little bit, I'm like, is this real? And he says, of course she's real. Uh, no, I mean... The Ukrainian private investigator. But we're not here to debunk that. Listen to Cray Cray, they know. uh, His friend Victoria comes over, which we've already said as a Russian spy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Poodle and I have watched The Americans too much. Oh, so good. Uh, Anyway, she's translating. The guy's like, yeah, this is not a real person. This is someone who was catfishing a lot of guys. He's like, nope. Sorry, my friend, I don't believe it. He gets she would he gets he really shuts defensive. down, gets really a little scary. Defensive. I mean, not but he's like he it really just he, he like he says, "Let's get real here. You don't know her like I yeah. do. I've had conversations with her." And it's, it's not a little good. bit like why these people we go back a little bit to Yolanda of and imagine if Yolanda had been talking to the Williams for seven the years. Williams. Williams for seven years. Yeah. She is not. It's only been like. What? I think he Williams. I think he Williams. <laughs> Whereas David has. <laughs> this relationship is so concrete yeah, to him. And so codependent in, in his own way. Already it for him. It tells him who he, who he is. It, yes, that is. You know, I think the worst thing. For him, probably would be if he finds out this relationship isn't real. Not that she's not real; it's that he. It's more about he doesn't have that codependency anymore. Yeah, the codependency is over. Right, I agree. It's like again, kind of going back to what the way Poodle started to show y'all. When you know a guy's not right, but that ten-inch dick delivers, (laughs) but then you know it's time. It's so hard. To say goodbye to a lesser dick. To a lesser dick. To a lesser dick. A fucking man. A fucking man. Um, So anyway, the guy's like, count your losses, start a new life. And he's like, she's not scamming. She's, she, she was not making anything off the website. Yeah, it's it's just never going to happen. She's not. She's like, don't kill the messenger. I just tell you. And uh, I still think she may be Lana. We'll figure out. Y'all, because we're going to find out who's Lana. We're going to find out. You think we will? I think we will. Really? Yep. Man, I need to film us so that we react to it like we did with Maria. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was one of my favorite moments in all of 90 Day. I am not accountant. Y'all, I did text Sean Robinson on Instagram, and I said, what the fuck are you going to say to Yolanda? I didn't and say what the fuck. there was a little bit of like a She just did like a smirk face. Smirk face. She's going to tell her sister to sister, like, yep. bitch. Um, should we move on to... Darcy! 
who was actually had the least to do in this whole episode. Well, but she had a. They are milking this as far but as y'all, they can. She had her swan song last week. Yep, she stood up to him. She said, I'm "This not week, y'all, she's just mailing back the key to her heart." This rickety ass key. <laughs> I'm starting over again completely. This rickety ass key doesn't belong in the U.S. Tom is back in New York. Why? We are actually looking, is it next week, or is it this episode on Monday, where we get to see Darcy and Stacey in quarantine? Yes. I'm very excited to see that. And like, we're pulling out Darcy's extensions. It's going to be fucking real. <laughs> it's going to be good. I'm so glad they're quarantining together, y'all. Me too. There might be a 90 day. <laughs> Not a video, Anytime we don't know. Anytime there's a darcy Stacy scene, there should be. Although, y'all, we did buy Lip Plumper. For the next time Jake has to do a Stacy scene. And when Jake wears a lip plumper, it literally. It, I look looks, like a, a baboon ass on my. He looks like Goldie Hawn in. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Uh, uh, you don't uh, own me. Uh, First Wives Club. First Wives Club. Yeah, I do. I My lips are already big, you guys. They're pretty sizable. Yeah. And when lip plumper, I look like I've had work done. It's I've true. had injections. Do gay guys, when you're, especially when you're shaving, do they say dirty things about your lips? Yeah. Do you, I hear it a lot. Do you like that? Um, you do, don't you? Yeah. Wow. Honestly. You're, you're such a slut. <laughs> <laughs> proud of it. <laughs> Raising my hand. Proud of it. <laughs> proud of it. Oh, you know, okay. I get a lot of guys through my lips, just to be honest. <sighs> mm-hmm. Wow. You wish you had you wish you had fuller lips like me. I'm fine with the way I look. Um, mm. Cut to three years from now, I have lip injections. I know. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say exactly. So okay. So Darcy's like, I'll never let myself be treated like this again. Let's hope, Darce. Let's hope Let's not. Oh, so that's basically all of Darce. And then, y'all, I'm afraid that they're like, oh, I can't believe we have to watch. We're gonna fucking have to do Tom. what now's with Tom dating fucking Shannon in Canada, and he's she's a Canadian girl, y'all. She's a Darcy type, yeah. And he's like, um, and she's even saying like, do you feel emotions toward her when he's talking to Shannon on the phone? And he's like, no, I'm done with her completely. Y'all, he's awful. He's being awful to her. We hate him. I wish he was dirt under my feet. It, there was no reason for him to go see Darcy. Nope. He just wanted TV. None. Z. You know what? You know what Darcy needs? She needs like how Oprah has a Stedman. She needs a man who's not interested in being on a show. I agree with that. And wants nothing to do in the limelight. I agree with that. Anyway, um, that's that's oh, we've got all our I had. We've got our sissy shout-outs. Yeah, we have to I almost do that. forgot about that. Let's check our letter of gay. Our letter of the gay. Mary Shesky. Did I say it right? Yes. I did. Okay, good. Not Skeksy. <laughs> we love you. Mary. Mary. Okay. We are doing poodle. We oh, are on. Fuck, I'm wasted. Uh, All right. T-U. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we had... Paola Fagnoletti last week. Paola. That's not what I said. Fagnoletti. It. Jesus. T U T T and U. Okay. Which one do you want to do? Um, I'll do you. You okay? You just can't pick. So Eva, you do yup. Okay. I'll... And I can't pick Melanie Tubbs. Okay. Great. All right. Saying that. Well, they don't mind. They've already been I know shouted who out I'm gonna before. Do. You know what? You go first. I'm, it's you, but you go first. We'll switch it up. Because I'm looking. 
All right. So if you already um, know who you're going to do, you didn't know, did you? you just no, said, here we go. Okay, here we go. Um, my this sissy shout out mm-hmm. goes to mm-hmm. Christina Buricky. <laughs> Boo Ricky. <laughs> Boo Ricky. Christina Boo Ricky. Boo Ricky. Um and I'm just trying to see if she's uh got something on here. I'm glad you were prepared. Uh I'm trying to. Okay, here we go. Oh, here we go. Christina Boo Ricky, y'all. Christina Boo Ricky. I'll tell you a little bit about Christina Boo Ricky. There is nothing more. Christina Buricki loves than she is an amateur gynecologist. An amateur gynecologist. <laughs> that just sunk in. And by amateur, when women when women are a little bit they don't have enough money to go to a real gyno uh-huh. or, you know, like in a pandemic, she's checking them out. So and it's not. Here's the thing. She's not a lesbian. She okay, just like. She, ask that. she doesn't want to like put her fist up a girl's hooch. Okay. But she loves just telling women how healthy their vaginas are. Oh. And she's she's done a lot of studying. She's read the Encyclopedia Britannica on vagina. So that's all you basically need. Um. And she's you know Encyclopedia Britannica. She's giving the women the swirl. She's just seeing what's there. But even more than that, her her main goal is to she's always emulated Georgia O'Keefe, y'all. Oh. She just wants to paint vagina paintings. Oh. And she's like doing vagina painting after vagina painting. But strangely enough, she makes vagina paintings into like pets. So she'll have a vagina. And then we'll have a dog head. Okay. Or like a cat head. Okay. And those are her gyna pets. Oh, okay. And she's selling gyna pets all over the place. Okay. You know, because sometimes you just want a pet that looks like a vagina. It's like how <laughs> Karini wants a stuffed exactly. emoji. Um, and, you know, the weirdest thing is she sold some of them on Christie's at an auction. Oh. And one has just fetched. Um, a lot of money? $35. Oh. So, you know, she's doing pretty well. Yeah. Uh, she also makes clay versions of these. Okay. So if anyone wants to fuck these vagina pets. Wow. They can. If you want to fuck a vagina dog, it's there. I'm sorry, Alyssa. Anyway, um, that's Christina. Great. He's trying to remember the last name. Buricky. (laughs) (laughs) Christina Buricky. Amateur gynecologist. Okay. Um, Who's yours? Our next sissy shout out goes to Dixie Reese. Funko. Okay. Dixie Reese Funko. Instead of Tunko. Oh, actually, I guess it would be Franco. Okay. But I'm thinking like Funko, like those Funko Pops. Okay. Dixie Reese Franco. Okay. Um, Dixie Reese Franco. She um, 
It's uh, it's interesting actually because I even thought of this before you were saying it. it. <laughs> I was doing my research. Um, she actually loves dogs as well. Okay. Um, but specifically, she loves your favorite dog. She's obsessed with golden retrievers. Oh, I despise them, y'all. They're everywhere. She tells people they're everywhere, and we need to like control the population. Dixie Reese Franco says that she runs a golden retriever rescue. <laughs> there's no, there's plenty of them. We don't need to. She actually doesn't. She just keeps fifty dogs in her living room, <laughs> and she doesn't tell anybody. You know, they're knocking over shit. And she has no money. Okay. She's broke from- Sounds pe- about right. From feeding all the dogs. Yeah, because they're hungry all the fucking time. She can't even- And she and so she was down on her luck. Okay. I've been down, down so in the long long. <laughs> That's the Allie McBeal theme. So she, Dixie Reese Trunco. Oh, fuck. Franco. <sighs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Dixie Reese, she actually, um, she used to be a gymnast when she was a child. Okay. And because she did a lot of flips and somersaults and stuff, she kind of has back issues. Uh-huh. But she couldn't afford to go to the chiropractor or the masseuse. She should have talked to mine. Well, she didn't Amateur have to. Amateur gynecologist. Because she used peanut butter and put it on parts of her body and oh, then no, that, it, I know where it, this is going. It got kind of kinky for a little bit, but now <laughs> the peanut butter's gone. She has trained all of these golden retrievers. She now just opened a massage therapist clinic where you can get treated by a golden retriever and get a massage. And they lick you with their tongues? A little bit, but they mainly walk on your back, and then some of the bigger golden retrievers even know how to do chiropractic care. Okay. They, they just sit on you. Sometimes they hop up and down. Okay. The problem is um, she doesn't like sweeping, so there's <laughs> hair everywhere. So people just have to be used to the hair. And anytime there's any other dog barking, they just run. They just run. Yeah. They just run. And so, and last but not least, she actually has just entered... Um, because she just wants to include her golden so her favorite golden retriever is her dog of five years named um Sapphire. Skeet. <laughs> and so she and Skeet Skeet just recently skeet, let Skeet 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 Skeet, skeet, skeet. skeet just really let her know that he is a gay dog. <laughs> and Skeet has That's just sweet. He's come started out. doing drag and she wants to be a good drag mom. So now kind of like on drag race This is so long. Her it's actually five minutes shorter than yours. <laughs> um, her and Skeet do drag together at, at the local gay bar, and he is the first golden retriever drag queen. Uh, that's lovely. And uh, what do you think his the dog's drag name is for Skeet? Uh, Alpo Heaven. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And her drag name is Perina Hell. There <laughs> so there you go, everybody. So Dixie Reese Trunco, Funko, fuck ah! me. That's your sissy show, y'all. That's the show, y'all. That is the show. We're wasted. We're wasted. I'm I'm kind of wasted. I'm not gonna lie. We're gonna remind y'all that uh, you can jump on our Gatreon at the five dollar level and get everything for the rest of the month till June first. No, that's a new thing. It that's used to be May fifteenth. May fifteenth. Now it's going to be June first. We're bumping it to June first, but we promise after that it's going to change. And we're going to be 
rolling out some new things. There might be uh, some new things June. coming with Gatreon, so, so that's exciting. why stepping of a change. You can go get your sissy merch, y'all. Tiger Queens is still kicking ass. Y'all are fucking disgusting because so many of you bought so many Dream It or Cream It shit. I've been horrified at the amount of Dream It or Cream It. Uh, dream It. Yeah. If you can Dream It, you can Cream It mugs, uh, mugs that we've sold. We've made horrified. All, we've made all of ten dollars from all of them because we don't make money from <laughs> Y'all, merch. That's the it's thing. For you, we make garbage. Like I'm from not merch. kidding. We get a dollar sixty for yeah. every. It's like, not about this us. This is for you guys. So don't think that like we're trying we, to hawk that. Give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. Get it if you want it. If you don't, it's there. I just love it. I personally love every time someone buys something with my mother's. Uh, Thing that she says on it let it be well that'll yep. come back next christmas yeah i do love that somebody someone's kid or someone's mother-in-law is going to be sitting in their kitchen going cheryl why do you have a mug that says if you can cream it you can dream it and she goes it's best not to ask miriam <laughs> come at us if people ask y'all questions about your merch y'all you don't need to answer them you, don't you can tell them to it. fuck off you just say it's a sissy thing. It's a sissy thing. And speaking of, it's you, a sissy thing. Y'all can join the sissy join squad. The si- y'all, every Saturday in the sissy squad during the pandemic, we've been having a watch and chat. Our, we just did She Devil. Very fun. I don't know what we're going to do on Saturday. I have to figure out what's going we're on. We're be doing something. So put a little Every that. Saturday we'll announce that. So join our, join our, y'all, and if you say, I don't have a Facebook account, I'm nervous about Facebook, make up a fucking name. You can make up a name. Join us. If you don't want to be part of the Private Sissy Squad group, though, we recently, we do have a regular Facebook page now called facebook.com slash 90 Day Gays. Yeah. So you can find our posts and things there. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at 90 Day Gays. You can be part of our Patreon family if you want to do that, too. Whatever. The reason we promote this stuff a lot, it doesn't, it's not, I think for us, we have like, I honestly feel so normal and appreciate it. And I forget about this pandemic whenever I go and watch our sissies and see I what totally they do. I totally agree. It just t- And like, that's, that's so the fun. thing why I love the watch and chat because it gives me two hours or plus to watch a movie and I'm just like chatting and yes. like reading the fuck out of the movie. We did She Devil with Roseanne Barr and it's uh, great. People Meryl are, Street. We had people a good are time. checking on members, wondered if they took their sleeping pill too early and couldn't make it. <laughs> Bill Bolton. They're like, is Tristan getting people double are, fucked? People What's are coming happening? for people. It's happening. So yeah. we, so anyway, we love I will love, say I love that part of the community. We were like, where I, the fuck is this bitch? I know. Y'all <laughs> Sissies will watch out for you, whether you want to or not. I love our community very, very much. People are like, where the fuck is Heather Torres? It's true. Oh, I'm so... Has Heather Torres fucked her neighbor yet, by the way? Y'all, that is a... Okay. I need to know. Where's my phone? I don't know. I can't deal with you looking for your phone. No, but I wanted to look at my phone because there's really... There was a really sweet review, and I wanted to read a review. Well, look at your goddamn... uh, what the fuck is it called? iPad. Uh, poodle. iPad. Tell, tell, tell. Tell people. Tell people. Tell people what makes you the happiest, Poodle. Y'all, a review makes me the happiest in the world. It really does. He loves them more than anything. Um, and we had a really, 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 really sweet review. This says, Born Again. This is from Victoria, 1941. Ooh, I love Born Again. I have accepted 90 Day Fiance as my personal Lord and Savior. <laughs> 
And I have been baptized in the spirit of 90-day gaze. Oh, you got cum on your baptism. Uh-huh. What a life raft in the midst of days on days at home. Bless you. Midst. Bless you. In the midst. That's what I said. You said mist. I'm a little drunk. Yeah, I know. Um. Anyway, y'all. So we, we really appreciate your reviews. We're... We're almost at once we get two thousands. We're gonna do a live show whenever we're. We're gonna out. try to like let out. Uh, maybe we'll find some way to do Zoom. Don't promise shit we don't know how to do. <laughs> Fair. Anyway, Fair. and on that anyway, note, y'all, y'all, that is the show. Y'all we, coming us on cameo. Oh yeah, coming us on cameo. The Matt Mar, two T's, two R's, and I'm at Jake it or fake it. We're having a good time on that. And I think that's all the shit for us that we've got to hack. Uh, oh we just God. one more thing to say that. We call these people Lonely Hearts, y'all, because we we love this show because we're all Lonely Hearts looking for love. Yes. And if you need to come out to your Australian family because you've decided you love a girl, call, call us. fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale that's the reality for brothers prince william and prince harry they were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties wondry's podcast dis and tell is hosted by comedian sydney battle and matt belisai Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.